Welcome to the General Bowser Show, hosted by me, Tyler Newsom. And as usual, we go over four topics. And after each topic, I tell you my opinion and you tell me yours. And let's get into our first topic. Our first topic is a CBR article that says Superman and Lois Season 3 ends on a cliffhanger despite no word on Season 4 renewal. Superman and Lois Season 3 went on a cliffhanger despite having not yet officially confirmed whether it intends to greenlit Season 4. The president of the CW's entertainment division, Brad Swartz, confirmed that Superman and Lois' third season will wrap up in an, on an open-ended note in an interview with TV Line. The ending this season is amazing, he said. Yo, you've got some Lex Luthor in there. He said, quote, I don't want to give any spoilers, but the end of the season is great. And it's got a bit of a cliffhanger pressed on Superman and Lois's chances of revival. Swartz noted that the show is expensive and doesn't make money for us. What? What? It is a good show, so it should make money. He also highlighted a key issue preventing Superman and Lois from growing in its audience and turning a profit. We don't have the rights to the prior seasons. You need to have a library for people to find a show, and the prior seasons are on HBO Max, Swartz explained. We could just buy them. Swartz commented seemingly cast doubt on Superman and Lois's future, which has been in question now. Industry insiders have fueled speculation that the show with sources claiming that the network only intends to renew one of the DC Comics-inspired shows, Superman and Lois or Gotham Knights. These sources added that while Superman and Lois has higher viewership figures, Gotham Knights is markedly less cost to produce. And it's also bad! Indeed, Gotham Knights is allegedly the cheapest DC show that the CW has ever aired. And it's bad. Is Superman and Lois getting cancelled? It's been several days since the report started uh, doing the rounds online. And the CW is still yet to set the record straight regarding the fate of both shows. Or... Another non-DC show, All-American Homecoming, remains in limbo, as well Swartz addressed fans' anxiety in a recent press conference. 
promising them that a final verdict on Superman and Lois Gotham Knights and All-American Homecoming respective features isn't far off. We love all three shows. We'll be making decisions on these sooner than um it's not just fans who are invested in Superman and Lois is earning another batch of episodes either. The Flash showrunner Eric Wallace recently exposed expressed the hope that a fourth season of Superman and Lois the legacy of the Arrowverse alive. Hey, he said, quote, I have lunch with Superman Lois showrunner Todd Hilbig a couple weeks. End quote, Wallace said. And I am going to tell him, quote, if you get a fourth season, you've got a sneak some Arrowverse in there. You are now carrying the torch, end quote. Super Season 3 is currently airing on the CW with new episodes dropping Tuesdays. Um, so I covered this last, but you know, this is more a subject, but you know, the show is like, I imagine if they get all rid of all like superhero shows, <laughs> I imagine a big, huge audience will just, you know, leave their, uh, leave their, uh, TV network. Because, I mean, they ain't getting out shows and stuff like that. That, you know, not really people care about. Papa won't care about when they put them out. Because people into, like, superhero shows and stuff. I mean... Like, uh, like this article said, Superman Lois has, like, a big audience. And so what? It's expensive. It's expensive, but yet it makes a better Superman than Lois. Uh, I meant Superman. And it actually shows Superman. And Gotham Knights doesn't even have Batman in it. So, I'd rather go... If I was over it, I would go with Superman and Lois because... At least it has Superman in it. What people relate to Gotham, Batman in it, is uh, not a good show and just um, doesn't mean it's better. Men you know, have been cheaper and, you know, got, uh, was the audience, but this show is just like hurting the Batman legacy and, um, for past years of Batman shows, it's been, you know, hurting the legacy in, in a way. Except Gotham, where it actually had, you know, Bruce Wayne, but it didn't have Batman necessarily. They could have done that, where it's focused on Bruce Wayne, and still, you know, have somewhat of, like, a Batman kind of in the back, like uh, Gotham did. But, um, yeah, decided they just wanted to screw over Batman fans with, um, with Gotham Knights. So you tell me what you think in the comments and 
we will go on to the next topic. Our second topic is a CBR article that says, Hulu launches low-cost limited-time subscription deal. To celebrate National Streaming Day, Hulu has offered an insanely low deal on the streaming platform's basic pl subscription. According to TV Line, which is the source, television and movie lovers who sign up for the service by May 27th, that's, a, you know, few, a few days, uh, will only be charged $2 monthly for the first three months. Oh, it's like if you sign up. Ah, that sucks, but uh, only the promotional period ends. The new subscribers will either need to cancel or be automatically charged the normal price of $8 a month. The limited time deal is not acceptable to Hulu's more expensive and upgraded services. For $15 a month, subscribers not only receive ad-free streaming, which is pointless, but they also can download films, television series, and anime for on-the-go viewing for $70 a month, a month, Hulu users can get access to over 85 live streaming television channels, which eliminates the necessi uh, necessity of, ca ha of having cable subscription for those who enjoy having the ability to channel surf. Hulu said to combine with Disney Plus. The National Streaming Day offer is not compatible with Hulu's various bundles with Disney Plus and ESPN Plus. Those options range in price from twelve uh uh twelve ninety nine, which is thirteen dollars basically, to twenty dollars month with the latter providing ad-free streaming disney ceo bob Iger recently confirmed the company's plan to combine hulu and disney plus into a single app by the end of 2023 while we continue to offer disney plus hulu and espn plus as standalone options <clears throat> this is a logical Progression of our DTC offerings that will provide greater opportunities for advertisers while giving bundle subscribers access to more robust, streamlined content resulting in greater audience engagement and ultimately leading to a more unaffected Unified screen uh, streaming experience. Quote. He said. He 
stated during the Q2 earnings call a a wealth of new content is set to premiere on Hulu in the near future notably Flamin' Hot a biopic of the creation of the spicy type of Cheetos interesting will debut on the platform on June 9th uh, it will star Jesse Garcia who is likely best known for his appearance in From Dusk Till Dawn the series and Narcos Mexico and Futurama season 11 is also set to premiere on the streaming service on July 24th. However, several series and specials will no longer be available to stream on Hulu. After the end of May, the list of to-be-pulled content includes Natural Geographic's The Hot Zone, FX's Pistol, Dollface, why the last man and little demon and maggie the premiere uh, the premise love in the time of corona everything's trash best in show and best in dough disney plus will also lose multiple titles multiple titles people care about <laughs> Hulu is home to popular shows like The Great, The Bear, The M Mermaid's Tale, Taste the Nation, and Padma Logzisma, and Source TV Line. Now, uh, about the mergers, they, they're doing like, um, they are doing like uh, how HBO Max and Discovery combine, where they're just gonna keep the uh, Hulu app, just like Discovery Plus is keeping the Discovery Plus. App. It's like it's like uh, they're not fully going into it, and Disney Plus. Oh, they thought it was a good idea to go like, oh, um. HBO Max, uh, during the merger, was, you know, uh, destroying their content, basically, and, like, deleting it off of the internet, basically, and not putting it on YouTube, which, for people to watch, so, so Disney's like, oh, yeah, let's do that exact same thing uh, to the fans of the shows, and just, like, get rid of the shows, and I'm like, and I think it is awful that they are not putting it on YouTube. <laughs> and because it's stupid not to. Deleting something when it has a lot of fans. Just because it's not being watched m most of the time on streaming service doesn't mean that it doesn't have an audience. So... Like I say for like multiple things uh, when they cancel stuff is put it on YouTube for people to watch. That way people can watch it. But 
Disney is deleting a lot of stuff that, you know, people liked on their service. Like, they're deleting uh, uh, Mysterious Benedict Society off of Disney and, like, a few others that were pretty good shows off of there. Which, I mean, make no sense to do that. I mean... They could either put it on YouTube or, like, hold an auction for the show for some service to buy it. Or something like that. <laughs> it's much better to do that than, you know, just to delete it off the internet. And not mention it ever. <laughs> so you tell me what you think in the comments and we will get on to the next topic. Our third topic is a Screen Rant article that says, quote, I did win, question mark, end quote. Grant Gustin responds to recent, to recent The Flash cameo in another DC TV show. That was probably re, uh, pre-recorded footage, to be honest. The Flash star Grant Gustin responds to making a cameo in another DC TV show, which is Titans, having no idea his Barry Allen was used elsewhere. The wins this Wednesday, Gustin will be starring as the fastest man alive for the last time in the Arrowverse with the upcoming The Flash series finale as the Flash becomes the Arrowverse's longest-running show in the TV franchise. Gustin, who becomes the star to have appeared the most out of any other actor. In fact, Gustin even appeared outside the Arrowverse earlier this year and apparently had no idea his character made a cameo on another DC TV show. In an interview with Entertainment Weekly, Gustin was asked about the brief cameo in Titan Season 4. However, Gustin had quite a funny reaction to it, as he didn't even know they had used old footage in the Titans episode. When they focused on the multiverse, Gustin said, he said, I did what? Uh, did when? The actor laughs on, laughs as his cameo in that scene is explained to him. This is good. Don't uh, cut this it's old footage footage obviously wow that's really cool i had no idea will grant gustin do more of the flash cameos after the series ends with the flash coming to an end this week on the cw it marks the conclusion for the earth prime side of the air Air Vice Arrowverse franchise. 
However, while Gustin may be done on the CW, the door is necessarily closed on him making future cameos. As The Flash, despite the new DC Universe being in the works, DC Studios is clearly still working with the multiverse angle in mind. The Flash movie, which will help reset the DCEU into the DC Universe, will be a big example of the multiverse concept. Even though the new DC Universe will focus heavily on establishing the new franchise, multiverse storytelling has always been a part of the brand, whether it be in comics or animated and live-action media. At some point, Gustin could easily cross over to the new DC Universe for a cameo or two, whether it be in one of the films or TV shows. Time will tell if Gustin ever suits up again as The Flash, but the actor has made it clear several times this year that he is open to the idea it would be pointless for him to just cameo for the sake of it, as it should instead have a purpose if or when it happens. Hopefully once a few years have passed after the flash is over, Gustin and DC Studios will find a way to work together as a way to pay homage to the larger Arrowverse in the Sources Entertainment Weekly. So like they were explaining, you know, Grant Gustin said he's open to, you know, any projects wanting him to uh, play the Flash again and all that. And probably, yeah, probably the reason he didn't know is because they were using old footage of the Flash. But to, I don't know which version of the Flash. I mean, it obviously has to be season eight or season nine since like. Our fourth and last topic is a Screen Rant article that says, quote, I wrung the towel dry, end quote. Says, get honest response from Star. Merlin Star Colin Morgan has provided a frank response to calls for a potential series revival produced by the BBC. The hit fantasy series centered on Morgan's particular character, a younger version of the famous wizard from Aetherian legend, forced to hide his magical abilities in a world where sorcery had been outlawed. The young Merlin discovered he was fated to guide the brash prince Arthur toward his destiny as Camelot's once and future king, running for five seasons between 2008 and the show's passionate fan base has long since called for a series reboot or revival. 
now Morgan himself has weighed in on cha the chances of a Merlin revival series. Speaking with RadioTimes.com about whether he would be interested in returning as the famous wizard, suggesting that while he remains proud of the work he did on the series, he equated the possibility of returning for a revival with remounting a previous stage play while he had already, uh, quote, wrung the towel dry, end quote, and, quote, rinsed what he could have could out of it, end quote. Check out his comments below. He said, I think most actors are about more about the progression and moving forward and don't often look back even on stage sometimes plays i i've done have wanted to remount and come back again and i often found i don't take up those opportunities because i've wrung the towel dry and i've rinsed what certainly what i've tried to do with every project it's like I invest every, by the end of it, I feel like I've done all I could. And certainly all on projects like Merlin, I felt like, yeah, we definitely did that together as a team. And I certainly, something I look back on and feel very proud of the work that I and everyone did. End quote what, what he says. Why Merlin remains one of the best Arthurian adaptations. From Disney's 1963 animated classic The Sword in the Stone to Guy Ritchie's King Arthur Legend of the Sword, Arthurian legend has long proven itself a ripple source of material for countless movies and television series. Over the years, studios have reworked, rewritten, and reinvented the stories of Camelot and its legendary monarch into everything from musicals and comedies to family favorites and face-paced Fast-paced fast action adventures, yet among all the various adaptations, the BBC's Merlin still stands apart as one of the more popular and beloved takes on the well-known story. Much like the Superman prequel series Smallville, Merlin introduced audience is to some of the world's most famous characters before they became the men they were de destined to be. Yet, f 
Far more than a sing simple origin story, Merlin also sought to strengthen and redefine the bound the bond that existed between its titular wizard and future king, shifting away from portrayals that depicted Merlin as Arthur's distant and all-knowing ancestor. The shows instead centered on their developing friendship, loyalty, and devotion more Mordred actor Alexander Wallos even once described the show's heartbreaking finale as a platonic love story between the two. It it was this embrace on the relationship between the show's core characters that provided Merlin with the kind of audience appeal that persists over a decade after its finale. While many vi uh, viewers might be disheartened by Morgan's combat, uh, comments, the actor is right in suggesting that there is nothing more to be gained by re returning to the series. With the original finale seeing Arthur meet his fate at the hands of Mordred and Merlin living on to await his return as the once and future king, the show provided a fitting ending without the any need for uh, amendment or further continuation. It's true, I mean, did show him as an old guy. Yeah, um, the reason they couldn't do a revival is mainly because they basically ended the series out showing that, you know, uh, he lived down, you know, basically came.